Stand clear of the closing doors, please. So welcome to another episode of Big Egg and Weaves. Today we're talking about science. And <laughs> first of all, why was your intro so quiet, like so off like that? Like, because it's a serious topic. Okay, <laughs> I mean it is, but it isn't. I just, for me, this is like a dead end topic, and I'm so like completely and totally over it. Mm-hmm. But what I do want to give credence to, let me introduce it first. I think it's interesting the whole uprising. And you dusty ass niggas mm-hmm. talking about your dating experiences with women. Who been doing that? All of them. All all the little incel, red pill, Kevin Samuel. I don't listen to him. I don't dick, like him. Don't reach past my balls, niggas. Let me stop. <laughs> I, I think that Kevin Samuel's gay. It, it, he might be. I don't know his. I don't know the man. Um, but my point is, is I think it's interesting that there's a whole thing about you know dating and relationships from the perspective of men from young black men oh i have been seeing that shit yeah okay i I think that's cool i enjoy it what i do not like i don't enjoy it i enjoy it because i think that before i get into a critique that saying that women need to have more accountability about certain things is 100 percent valid certain things it's 100 percent valid certain and i support that to certain things but this is the thing you can't talk about accountability on one end and absolve yourself of it on your end. Neville. And that's... <laughs> Jesus, the names? Yep. And that's where I think it goes a little bit far. And so, it's part of the thing that sparked this conversation is that I was having a conversation with someone and I, I, I had seen a quote at some point that said that a lot of men want to have wives but are not ready to be husbands. Oh, yes, gross. Speak on it. That's my personal experience. A lot of times when you hear Alana and I talk about our relationships, she's talking about how she can't find anybody that wants to date or be in a relationship, be in a relationship excuse me. Facts. Where I have the opposite experience. Mm-hmm. Every nigga I'll, I meet wants to marry me and impregnate me. Yeah. Off rip. And they're not joking. But that's because she's like chubby chaser. I'm out here like Thanos with the rings. She's like, chubby chaser. Whatever the I, fuck I do it like is. a husky digger. Don't be mad. There we go. I'll be warm at night, bitch. I know. But the point is, <laughs> is that my my experience is the opposite, and that's always been considered a, a quote unquote good thing, but mm-hmm. it's not. And when I read that quote, it really like it was a light bulb in my head. I had an Oprah moment, and that's not saying that I am like a hundred percent perfect. You said rated. Oprah moment? Yes, like Bing Bing light bulb. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't say that I'm 100% perfect, ready to be a, a great Stafford wife, got all my P's and Q's crossed at every stage of my life. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that. But I keep meeting this men who see some kind of shit in me and they're like, yeah, bitch, be a wife. I ain't shit. I'm not shit, but you be a great wife. And I'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. And that's a personal Yeah, because I say, you do get some ancient niggas too. They I'm just not be wanting to be with you. My ancient niggas just want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Whoa. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So you said um, you said that a lot of guys want marriage, I think, but don't know how to be husbands. Yes. So what do you think, from your perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, what What does a man need to? How do you How do you know when a man is ready to be a husband? Ooh, it's a great question from Wolf in the corner. And so for me, now my big age of forty seven. Um, 
what I've learned is that it's more than just having the picture in your mind. Mm-hmm. Vision is great. And potential is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100% behind that because you can't have the action if you don't have the vision right. and the intention. For sure. But if you're not willing to commit to the action no matter what, then you are not ready. And so and I'll give you an example. So I can meet a guy or be with a man and he's like, you know what, I'm 100% on this. You know, that's a bad example. We're not going to say Black Bill Cosby shit. But <laughs> I want to have, you know, a nice family. I want to be supportive in this kind of way and that kind of way and do these kind of things. And I'm, I'm personally into traditional roles, gender roles, quote unquote, for the most part, because mm-hmm. I, I just naturally fall into that. Yeah. So you meet a man who says all those things and we kind of agree on that. But then when it comes down to the fact that we're really talking about, let's have a child and you know, you're going to support us financially for a year or two mm-hmm. while I make sure our child is straight mentally and physically at home. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, wait up. we got to pay bills. Right. So then you're not ready. Yeah. So you have an ideal and whether you're not mentally ready or financially ready, because it's, it's different, yeah. then you're still not ready is the bottom line. That's, that's very valid. You know, so that's what I, for me, I'm not always on my niggas ain't shit stuff like Alana. I really feel like it's, people have ideals and, and things that they think they want until they come to fruition and then they don't want them anymore. I feel that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, you want a wife that cooks and cleans and yeah. shines your shoes until she wants that 50K to pay the mortgage that you ain't got. Right. And then you want her to go to work. And then maybe that's not what you want. Well, what if, so let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. If I can ask you of course. question. So <laughs> what if the man is very well-rounded, but he doesn't have the money to, to do that for his mm-hmm. wife, which he would love to. Mm-hmm. He's well-rounded though. What do you have to say about that then? That's 100% fair. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But then you have to be realistic of what you're asking for from your wife or your wife-to-be. Mm-hmm. So you can't say to your wife, I want you to fulfill this quote-unquote traditional role of you do all the cooking, cleaning, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, the bullshit. Well, I'm also broke, though. So, because as, as that woman, I can't, you know, work this job that feeds us and mm-hmm. also pick up everything at home. That's right. not realistic. So then we got to change our parameters. So are you saying, um, just for clarity, are you, sure. are you saying right now that, like, is the situation that the woman makes all the money? Is that what you're saying? No. What I'm saying is, is if as a as a yeah. dude or even as a woman, whatever, She's saying that. either side. <laughs> I won't say because that's what's most familiar to me. Okay, yeah. But sure. on either on either side, it has to be a give and a take. It can't be sure. this is my expectation. For sure. But if yeah. I can't fill the shoes that I'm putting for myself, yeah, and expect you to pick up the slack, then it, your your role has to change too. Right. So it can't just be set in stone, black and white, and then those things aren't fulfilled and you just like, okay, we'll figure it out. So the traditional roles of a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they might be. Yeah. Um, it would be difficult for, not necessarily you, but I'm going to say you as in like, yeah. you know, uh, it would be difficult for you to fulfill those if he cannot come through in the pocket. But like, cause I'm saying like, mm-hmm. he's a well-rounded man. So it's like, he's disciplined. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's focused. Mm-hmm. He's trustworthy. He's reliable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He speaks life into you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He gives you advice when you need it. You, mm-hmm. well, he wear around it. You know, Absolutely. you want a man to be. But he he not there for whatever, for whatever reason. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's not to say that he won't be. Yeah. Could you, would it be difficult for you to be submissive to him then? Would it be difficult for you to want to clean? I don't, because clean is like whatever. Yeah, that's a like, stupid one. <laughs> it's like cook meals. Like if you had the, uh, yeah. the majority of cooking meals and stuff yeah. like that, having sex with him as often as he liked. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, would those things be difficult for you to do if he did not have the money, but he was well-rounded? It's only difficult for me mm-hmm. 
when it's a time crunch or an effort crunch. So by that, I mean, let's say, you know, we vibe, we're perfect together, Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, all those things. But financially, I have to do a little more, let's say maybe work overtime, maybe have a side job. So then because my time and my effort and my energy is being eaten up by sustaining our lifestyle, you can't really expect me to come home and cook those three course meals or bust those bathroom down or have the energy to wake up and give you head at 2 a.m. Because I'm just I'm just tired. Just naturally. It's not that I disrespect you or don't see you as a as a man, Mm -hmm. but it's just not there. It's just a give and a take, a ebb and a flow. And when people, especially men that I'm seeing at least mm-hmm. in this new era of men talking about these things are talking about relationships and women, what I'm finding is that it's a black and a white and a hard stop. It's yeah. you bees don't want to do this. Y'all don't want to be submissive. Y'all don't want to fall in line. And All it's right. like, sure. maybe I do want to, but you're not taking into account the fact that I've worked for 10 years. So I'm used to this kind of vibe. And unless you right. can meet me and yeah. take some of that slack off, it is not always money. Yeah. It usually comes down to that, yeah, but it's yeah, not always sure, money. Sure, yeah. As you can take some of that off of my plate, then how do you <laughs> expect me to fill that stuff in with caring for you? That's a fact. So that's my deal with this new, and I won't say it's new, but this conversation around women and relationships. I feel like when women talk about men, there's definitely a segment of niggas ain't shit, y'all all trash, y'all burning, y'all whack ass niggas, y'all leave y'all kids. Like, yeah, burning? <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> as you said that, like, shit. I'm just saying, this you always of- have these niggas burning, though. Because they are. Nah, there's a segment of women that go super hard and it's unwarranted and not necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that most men ain't shit. I believe people are real people and they're fluid and they have problems. That's and it's a continuum. It's not even problems. They're growing. Like, mm-hmm. this is life. Let's be, let's be for real. And so when men talk about women such as you're a single mom, you all your choices are bad or mm. you keep choosing bad niggas what's up with your decision making. Neville. <laughs> not necessarily Neville. But yes, it, is. it just gives me pause because that's not real life. Yeah. That's not factual. And I hate to bring it there, but you would never talk to your mother that way and your mom's a single mom. Yeah. And your mother they might. But they might talk to their mother that way. I mean, barring like your mom being a dodo bird sucking dick in the basement, <laughs> whatever. No offense. <laughs> Shout out to DMX. <laughs> but barring like like ridiculous shit, everybody makes choices and has to live with those choices on a continuum everybody. of life. Yep. And it's just not that black and white. And I feel like men want forgiveness for not being, especially black men, not being financial providers because you can't be because we live in a racist society. So if I don't point my finger at you for not making six figures at 26 and taking care of me, Mm -hmm. you can't point your finger at me Mm -hmm. for not being this stable stuff for white woman wife from Connecticut. Like we we don't live that life. (laughs) Neither one of us have lived that life. Especially when you've been independent for so long. Because you had to be. It's not a choice. I feel like it's always you want to be independent. You bitches don't want to da 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 Mm-hmm. that's for me personally I've, I come from a two parent family my parents were married until my mother died mm-hmm. her parents were married until my her my grandfather died so did they have good marriages no mm-hmm. would I have one of their marriages no but that's my example but they was married right and that's like the end all be all and, but it's oh, not remember, but look at being divorced is look frown, it's frowned it's frowned upon. upon or coming from a single family mom or single it's family upon. home is frowned upon it's mm-hmm. like yeah. that's not fair and it's not realistic yeah. But a lot of people, sometimes I do feel like people get married just to have that title. Like, well, that's my Of husband. course they do, because they feel a certain but kind of way. But they're not really doing, like, their husband ain't doing shit. No. Or he's living his life, doing whatever he got to do while you still at home taking care of your kids. Well, y'all kids. Excuse me. And he's still not doing shit. It's bullshit. So it's, it's like, 
I feel like I mean I don't even know how you wean wean out niggas nowadays, but <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. And, I, and again, I always want to give like room to the fact that it's the same thing. I love women. niggas. I tell you this all the time them. though. <laughs> I love them. I hate them, but I love them. Like I always want to give them a chance. You know what I find? They what, just get what, what I nerves. found in just dating and just speaking to my friends who are dating actively now and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just that the bottom line of it, and it applies to women too, because I always want to give room you and be fair. In this. I want to be fair. I feel like people are not truthful with themselves. And let's go back Ooh. to what I was saying with Wolf. Like you can't you can't say you want one thing because that's the ideal in your head. So. But you're not truthful about where you are, what you can do, and what you actually want. Those are two Ooh, different I like things. That. Go ahead, Natasha, with your drunk ass. Thank that was you. A good one. A little barefoot be putting me on my coof. <laughs> she got that, y'all. This is what I'm saying. Like, if I really think back on my life and on like my long term relationships. And not all, just a few here and there. Because I don't view most of my relationships like that nigga wasn't shit and he dogged me out. I, I met this her. man when I met this man and I was where I was and he was where he was and we did not coincide well together. That's true. And I'm going to be 34 soon. So we're talking about my 20s. Oh, basically. you about to be 34 in real life? Damn, Miss 46? I'm to be 56. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my point was, it's like, it's never like, you know, this nigga intentionally dogged me out was sitting in the basement with the dark glasses. Yeah. You know, think Thinking about ways to fuck me over. It's not that. It's not that. We're going back to Mary J. Vice. Right? And, and, and yep. Girl, you, you know, with the scarf head. on. Like, no. I don't. Really? Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't ever, I, maybe, and maybe that's me being naive. I don't know. But I don't necessarily view men like that. I don't view my relationships like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that it would do a lot of good in, this, in these dumbass conversations about niggas ain't shit and women ain't shit and our poor decision makers yeah. if we gave people room to just be human. Mm-hmm. and make mistakes or just make bad choices maybe whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but they're just choices in the moment and just mm-hmm. <laughs> like why gotta be so extra I just I really hate the whole women aren't logical you you women don't know how to do da, 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 da. when we all grew up mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. we all had the same mothers and fathers we all existed in this same that climate together so if that. I ain't shit what does that make you my counterpart mm-hmm. you can't break me down to build yourself up yeah. That don't but work, that's bro. what some of them do. We could use more grace. <clears throat> Thank you. But, you know, it's. I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to just be honest with you. Like, um, I'm dating somebody right now, and mm-hmm. I really love her. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I want the relationship to, you know, go places. But it's, it's difficult, man. It is. It's very difficult. It's like sometimes the way her mind works about mm. things, it'd be like, my nigga, like, <laughs> it's like, I wish you just would have understood how that was not the move, you know? Yeah. And she just be like, I don't, Bro? intelligent, but it'd be like very, it's like she didn't even think about it. And yeah. That'd be kind of be my problem, at least pertaining to my particular yeah. situation. It'd be like, I would like you to think about some things a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like we had a situation and you might this might this might be small, right? This might be small. Hmm. Um, we had a situation where I had um, how do I say this um, without saying too much? <laughs> I was with her. I stayed the night at her house. Mm-hmm. We woke up. Um, we went somewhere. Let's just say it like that. We okay. stayed the night at her house. Woke up together. We went somewhere. We went somewhere. We was meeting with a b- bunch of people and stuff like that. And we were getting ready to leave. Yeah. And um, I was like, went to like this other room or something like that. And the group of people that we were speaking to, one of the guys, right, is another guy. He came into the room that I was in and he was like, oh, yeah, bro, I can't wait to go have drinks with you and your girl later today. Right. And I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
I don't know what he's talking about. And yeah. He's like, we're going to get drinks later. I'm like, oh, I thought we was going home. Yeah, I was like, what? Right, what the I, I fuck? Understand. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And so my girlfriend, she heard this. And mm. she was just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that bar or whatever like that, we're going to go to this bar. You know mm. what I mean? And I'm like, okay. Now, I don't, I have no suspicions that there's anything going on. You right. know what I mean? I, he's a really good guy. She's a really good girl. But immediately it just made me feel slightly uncomfortable because it's like, um, why does he know about plans to hang out with you later and I don't know about it? And, right. And I'm not included into it. So I talked to her about it later and she was like, um, you know, I just wanted to go. I just like, it was in the moment we were talking when you had left mm. the room or whatever and I just invited him out, you know? And I was like, okay, well, the thing is, if you knew you were going to go to the bar, mm. you knew this when I stayed the night at your house. Right. You know what I mean? So why didn't you invite me? You know what I mean? Or even if you didn't want it, like sometimes you you with some people, you with them mm. a lot. You spend a lot of time with each other. Yeah. You need time apart. It's healthy. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, why didn't you... You just didn't let me know about it at all. And it mm-hmm. made me feel uncomfortable that, regardless of the nature of your relationship, is that, that he knew before me. It yeah. was strange to me. You know what I mean? And it's like little things like that. Like I said, it might not really be that big, but mm-hmm. little things like that principle. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't understand how you didn't think that, that, that I would have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Or we had another situation where we had a falling out. Mm-hmm. We had a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. In, in a public place and then I don't like to argue I just don't you know yeah, and I same. definitely don't like to argue in front of friends, family, my people and stuff same, like that. Yeah. so I was like you know what we'll talk about this later you know what I mean but it's not let's not do it now literally yeah. I was like I'm about to go continue to have a good time because you pulled me from where I was doing and you thought this was this thing was so important <laughs> to talk to me about it in this moment and it wasn't you know what I mean right. so we'll talk later next thing I know my cousin come up to me and he like, damn, bro, um, so what's going on? Because she just came over here and told me. And I'm like, Ooh. what? You know what I mean? And once again, and I talked to him. Hmm. I didn't talk to her about it that night because, again, I don't like conflict and shit like that. So right. I waited the next day the way she should have done. You know what right. I mean? I waited the next day. And I was like, why did you go and tell my cousin about this misunderstanding that we had? Right. Why did you do that? I don't understand, you know? And she was like, oh, I was, you know, I was feeling away or whatever. But I was like, but in this moment, you put your emotions over my respect. And I hate that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's like, you pretty much put, you being emotional, you prioritize that over how I feel or out of your respect for me. And that, yeah. I feel like that's a huge red flag, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you know, if you knew I wouldn't have liked that, if you know, right. you know the type of person I am, you know how I roll. You know I wouldn't want our business being spoken about to people like that. That's not my style. Then right. why did you do it? You did it anyway, knowing that I wouldn't like it, knowing right. that I wouldn't approve of it, you know? So it'd be little shit. And I promise you, this is like, a, I'm sorry, this is like super long-winded, but this is You're like, fine. I'm just elaborating off of uh, a comment you said, when you said um, men say that women aren't logical. Obviously, that's not true because women are brilliant, you know yeah. what I mean? But it'd be little things like this, two different situations, but they correlate a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? it just be like... I get what you're saying. And what I think that speaks to, and this is something that I've come to understand in my old age, is is just, it's consideration. And I've never been a person just in general to assume that I'm the smartest person in the room. I know everything. I assume everybody is speaking to me on an equal level, Mm -hmm. that you're not quote unquote dumber than me or anything like that, emotionally or intellectually, Mm -hmm. right? So, but what people lack it's consideration. And when I say that, I mean that when they're prioritizing emotions and feelings and actions or whatever, 
a lot of people, a certain kind of person will put theirs before the others. Right. And that is not a little thing. It's not. Like you're bringing up quote unquote small situations, but it's really not little because what it's speaking to is when we're in the, in the middle of anything, what are you prioritizing and how are you viewing how I feel and how you feel right. and what is most important for the both of us? That's, that's really it. And that is super big really and super it. important. Mm -hmm. And I've had to learn, because I'm the kind of person that's really laid back. Mm -hmm. And most things, 95% of, of things, I'm like, I don't really even give a fuck. It's whatever you want to do. And the other 5%, I'm like, really, like, you got to respect how I feel on it. Mm -hmm. But what I learned is that I can't be like that for 95% of things. So that gives yeah. the cue that mm -hmm. you can pr always prioritize yourself and your feelings, big or small, over mine. Unfortunately. And then you get into that habit until yeah. something goes wrong. And then I'm like the super big bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Once you melt down, it's like you, you the villain. Right. It's, like, it's all going to shit. You know, though. Child. But <laughs> I feel like that's just, but that speaks to the larger conversation about dating and what are we doing as millennials or whatever the fuck we are. Um, <laughs> is that no one's considering. I ain't millennial. They dumb. Girl, what are we? Well, Nobody is really considering that other half. It's just, I feel like I got to operate like this kind of person as like a, a black man or a black woman of a certain age in this time period. But a lot of people don't know how to communicate. They don't, but that's, that, but that's because they don't consider the other perspective. And my point is that we didn't grow up separately in a bubble. He right. didn't. Niggas didn't have fathers together. Niggas had trash moms together. Yeah. Like, we came of age together. Right, so. that's definitely true, especially in the 90s. Child. So it's not pitting us against each other. Like, your experience is so bad oh, because I'm you got daddy you, issues. Right, like, my dad was around. You so got daddy issues of. too, nigga. You ain't had no daddy. <laughs> but he was fake around, okay? He was fake around. <laughs> like, I hate when people say you have daddy issues when, like, a lot of people have mother issues. I was gonna no say that. They do it. have mommy issues, but I feel like it's more it's taboo to say. It's right, taboo to there say. we go. Absolutely. Then saying you have daddy issues. Like. And a lot of men have mother issues, but it's so, it's so taboo to say. they don't know say, how to talk to their mom either. Not even that. It's so taboo to say in the black community that my mother didn't do what she should have done. Oh. Because she's the one that stayed. It's hard to say yeah. she didn't do what she should have done as a mother because you don't want to Well, she did her parents. best. But the same yeah, reason right. why it's taboo to speak about it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, this is not my podcast. You are fine. <laughs> Bring it in. You are fine. The reason we why, have a guest. The same way it's... Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Wolf. So <laughs> the, um, the same way it's taboo to say it about mother mm -hmm. is the reason why there is a surgence of this red, pool, red yep. pill shit. Mm -hmm. Because of the same taboo, invisible barrier that exists for the mother, it mm -hmm. exists for women in general. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say men haven't been sent talking their shit, but mm -hmm. men have never had um, a platform seen by everybody. You know, women Facts. have had magazines, yeah. they've had like ways to express themselves. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You know, and so it's like, man, we worried about some other shit. We talk about it amongst each other. Now yeah. it's just like, oh, it's a platform because it was. It's always been taboo. Yeah, you know I mean? and. Niggas was fucked. It was especially taboo when you fucking up. That's like asking for something <laughs> and you just fucked up. It's like, yeah. nigga, you asking me for something when you owe me? You know what I mean? So, Absolutely, yeah. It's a little bit of that too. I just, I, I'm 100% here for men talking about their mommy issues, daddy issues, dating issues, women issues. Mm -hmm. There I is say, a lack. Women issues. There's a lack of accountability for women in a lot of ways. And I'm, I've always recognized that. It's not that. It's not that women aren't shit. It's just that if we're going to move into this, not new generation, but this new style of dating and being, and this time, it really can't be women and I can get whatever I want because I'm pretty and I look good. Right. That's not good enough. Yeah. You can't be an ain't shit person just because your ass is fat. It's not, Why not? It's not sustainable. That's it's really not. The thing. Like, it'll probably get you some places, but it's not, it, that will not go the distance. 
It won't. And you I'm can't you can't ask for a quote unquote good person, good nigga, model husband when all you got to offer is your pussy or your ass or your, like, your face is pretty. Why not? On Instagram, it seemed like that's the right way to go. But if we're going to have an elevated conversation, that's not good enough because it's not sustainable. Yeah. You're just going to get a nigga who has money and tells you to shut up. Yeah, like, it's not sustainable. That's yeah. real basic. At, at that point, <laughs> like, like my girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'll say this, like, and I say this respectfully as possible. Like, I really mean this, but it's like, she's not the prettiest girl I've ever been with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what it's about, though. Right. Um, What she has showed me as far as who she is as a person, mm-hmm. that's I'm like, I'm totally all into this shit. Even with yeah. in the midst of the shit that I just shit. Right. It's like the, the good things I've seen, it's like, nigga, you cannot get this. <laughs> you know right. I, mean? I haven't seen it yet, you know? So it's like, when it comes to the girls on Instagram, being pretty and stuff like that, it's like, it's not sustainable because those things actually do not keep a man. That's 100%. True. They don't keep him. They don't keep his attention. Mm-hmm. They don't keep his loyalty. They don't keep his dedication. It don't. It just doesn't keep him. You know what I mean? Yeah. The shit that's mm-hmm. on the inside, that shit keeps a man. Like I said, 100%. Like, my girlfriend might not be the prettiest girl I've ever dated, but I wouldn't, there's not another woman that could stand before me and mm-hmm. try to pull some shit over me with her right. femininity or whatever is based off of what you think she got you got versus what my girlfriend doesn't because of who she is you know what right I mean? absolutely so if you I feel like it's, and that goes for everybody if you just yeah. come in with the shit that's on the inside if you got areas you need to work on work on them shits you know what I mean but like that's the shit that's gonna get you not just a relationship but anywhere in life mm-hmm. 100% personality life. 100% mm-hmm. and I just but this is my point like if we're gonna have a conversation about Dating in general, whatever, being in relationships in general. It has to be more than just what's attracting, what's in your pocket, what's your status. All that stuff to me is surface level. Like, who are you really as a person? And I feel like those conversations when you're having them like in your 20s-ish, it's weird because I'm really a firm believer that when you're in your teens and you're like all the way up to your later 20s, you're just acting out the shit that you've seen. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you are. That's true. You You don't don't know know what you really want to do. And it's no fault of your own. But you barely know yourself in your 30s. That's what I'm saying. It's no fault of your own. It's literally just, I was taught this way. I've seen this thing. And so your natural instinct is to act how you how you or reject the things that you've seen and it's just what you know how to do until you start to get those light bulbs turning on and you want to do things differently right you know what i mean so to have all this super duper in-depth negative conversation about dating and stuff to me it's just fruitless because it's just a bunch of negativity on some shit that you don't even know yourself that that word you just said (laughs) it makes no sense that's some real shit it's just negativity off of nothing like go talk to your mom about that don't talk to me <laughs> in the dating pool about that man. and the same with women talk to your daddy about that don't talk to don't talk to that nigga about that he got nothing to do with that I can't talk to my daddy oh god that's not the point <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying some I people just, they think that way I know I just, I just hate don't that know it's how so to talk to some, some people don't know how to talk to their friends they some don't. people don't know how to talk to their fathers some people that's don't true. know how to talk to anybody they hold a lot of shit in that's true. And then I, when they get to their significant other, like then they lash out and you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? I just asked if you wanted a Coke. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> was not the right time? Like, shit. Randomly, because I'd be in my feelings. Oh, uh, that, you know, your childhood, and I don't think, I mean, childhood is long. I don't think it's short. But like, basically, you're, you're coming into your own. Those traumas are played out in your relationships. It is. And you just don't recognize it because you don't have the wherewithal to do Girl, that. I've realized that too now. I was oh, like, yes. damn. I mean, I know my mama's a bitter baby mama. But oh, Jesus. I feel like <laughs> she be rubbing, like she is. She be rubbing up on me sometime and I'm like, this is, I feel like that's why I be getting bad, bad luck with men. 
I mean, that may be a part or of it. Or maybe it is my daddy issues. I don't fucking know. It's both of them niggas. Yeah. I think everybody both has everything issues. issues. And even if you've had like stellar A1, A plus parents, everybody has something yeah. they just can't. But there's no perfect parent you know? anyway. Right. Yeah. But I think as a community, I'm just going to be 100% honest, as black children, teens, adults that came of age in the 90s and the 2000s, mm-hmm. especially in New York City, what was going on it sure was a whole lot of shit was seen I don't feel like anybody and done say. and also by our parents oh my father was there in the was 80s. he uh, like I, for, I always say on our show like I know a lot of men who are like stellar great dads because their dads wasn't there and that's a, d- a direct result of being coming of age the opposite in but the 90s and the 80s then you have the same ones who decide to do the opposite like yeah but, my daddy was there but fuck that nigga he was trash oh god I'm gonna do the opposite but what I'm saying is that their dads weren't there, right? So they become good dads to these women that they're, I'm sorry, to these children, but they're no longer in those homes. And yes, you can be a good dad and not be in a home, but why are you creating broken homes? Not just them, but them and, and these women. Like all these things to me flow together. But my whole point in this entire show is that y'all, y'all fucking annoy me. Like I'm tired of these conversations being super negative and women ain't shit. And just, I don't like that bent. And I guess, I mean, whatever, we can take a brunt because it's been like decades of niggas ain't shit. I get it. But all of this will get us nowhere because at the end of the day, I don't ever want my child to grow up hearing me say that men, not her daddy in particular, but men, period, ain't shit. I want her to know that there are men around her that care for her, that protect her, that love her, that have standards and principles. And she should expect that. The same as she should for women. I hold myself to a certain standard, and I want her to hold herself to that standard. Mm-hmm. And me saying niggas and bitches ain't shit will make her think that she ain't shit. And that's just unacceptable to me. That's right. So be get this though. shit together, niggas. Y'all have kids. Y'all can't be saying bitches ain't shit and you have daughters. Right. I be saying that. Like, I try not to say niggas ain't shit because I have a son, but sometimes they still ain't like, shit. Like, let's talk about it. But I still, you know, I be one. I love, like I said, I love my black men. I, I just, I have faith in them. Yeah. One day they will. Listen, New York City dating is fucking hot garbage. They will Y'all burning. Y'all burning. I've seen the know, stats. Would you please stop saying that they burning? The <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, hopefully it's curable. Brooklyn is on fire. I've seen the stats. You always make Brooklyn have chlamydia. <laughs> it might be the Bronx. The Bronx got other shit like AIDS. That's, but that's Damn, from, are you giving them AIDS in the Bronx? That's from that needle use. Anyway, you the point is. You can give them chlamydia too. Jesus. That's curable. All I'm saying is, if we just want better for ourselves and for our Herpes children, around, Jesus Christ, sorry. STIs aside, please get tested. It's mad free in New York. Like New York has a great free healthcare system. Access it. Yeah, definitely um, in the south. Niggas burning in the fucking south. Don't <laughs> talk about that. Um, but no, like you just can't. I don't know. It's just so negative to me. I just don't like that. Yeah, we need to bring some more positivity out there. Yeah, we can. You can have a valid critique of people and of women, especially because that's what's happening. I'm 100% here for that. But to be on this bullshit of putting women down to make yourself feel better as a man because you may be lacking or your mother may have been lacking is not the, is not the move, dudes. Please do better, especially when y'all fucking us raw. Like, come on, son. We're not going to go into that topic. <laughs> a long anyway, story. Don't do that. It is plan B is story. real. I'm selling plan B. We're not talking I'm about selling, plan B. I'm selling chocolate covered plan B's for Valentine's Day. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? That's tough. First of all, <laughs> it's the beginning of the year. We're only in the second month. Please make sure y'all only do three plan B's a year because you're going to fuck up your whole body, women. So don't do <laughs> what that. What is a PSA? I'm Even just, if they're covered in chocolate? Please make sure you do three <laughs> plan B's a year, okay? So Fair spread enough. them shits out. 
Don't have abortions in between either because you're going to fuck yourself what? up later on. That's a lot of dick. It's a lot. That's a lot of dissemination. People use abortion as um, birth control. I understand that, but you doing like plan B, then abortion, plan B, then scraping. Why did we get here? That's traumatizing to your body. Please have more respect for yourself. <laughs> well, plan B is like an abortion. I know, but I'm just They saying. do have abortion pills too, but it's a lot going on. We're not going to I don't know that. how we got here. You did. What did I say? Okay, so anyway, I'm Alana Marie. <laughs> I'm Natasha. And I just want y'all to be oh God, she's nicer still, to she's each still other. She's bringing a quote. Don't bring them on quotes. I don't have any quotes. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the negativity. It really is fucking annoying. We it's not going to get you nowhere. Positivity into Work life. out your fucking mommy and daddy issues within therapy as you should. Everybody could use a little bit of therapy. Mm, don't work it out within your relationships because you're just going to continue the cycle of fuckery. Get over it, boy. Oh, gosh. Go to BBQ's, get you a drink. Yeah, they got new drinks. Is it 34 ounces? Bitch, what? I think they got 34, 36, something something high. All right, well, we got a date. Bye, guys. (laughs) 